the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hi Kids show. This is Hi This is Hi Kids, a show for kids by kids. My name is Ria Mamen and I'm your host for today. And thank you for tuning into 101.9 Hi FM. I have a jam-packed show lined up for you today, and to start off, I will be speaking to Lionel Greenberg. He's the counselor, Ward Seventy Two. So keep listening, and you can learn a thing or two. Get ready for a very interesting show on Hi Kids today. You're listening to Hi Kids on One Hundred One Point Nine Hi FM. My name is Ria Uman, and I'm ten years old. You are still listening to Hi Kids on One Hundred One Point Nine. Good afternoon, Lionel. Hi. Good afternoon to you, Rio, and everybody who is covered by the High FM area. Yeah. How are you? I'm wonderful, thanks. And you today? I'm good. Let's start with the questions. What is a ward councillor? A ward councillor is a conduit that the residents of Ward 72 or any other ward would use in order to send a suggestion or to have a problem resolved in the municipality where the ward councillor works. So, for example, if the residents had a problem with their electricity and city power didn't repair the problem, then the residents would send the reference number from city power to the councillor, to the councillor, and then we would then send it to the city of Johannesburg to the official department to attend to the problem, and that would apply to all other city departments. Oh, a ward councillor sounds important, is it? Yes. So it's basically not a difficult job, but it's a job that you can do, and you have to be patient because people ask you questions because they don't know where to find the answers. Exactly. So you got to know, know a lot of things. Well, yes. So that takes a long time to learn lots of things because it's not a type of job that uh, you go to a college for to learn how to be a ward councillor. But as you do the job longer and longer, then it becomes a lot easier. Do you belong to a political party? Yes, I do. And am I allowed to tell your listeners who who it is? But probably... A ward councillor is supposed to do a job, what we call in a um, partisan way, and that means we don't discuss politics as a councillor. The voting happens at the voting stations, and when the voting is over, then you just do your job as a councillor without, uh-huh. any, without okay. any political affiliation. Okay, fair enough. Do you have another job? Yes, when I have an opportunity to do my other job in amongst the piles of work that we have to do as a councillor, which means read notes, attend to queries of the residents. Yes, so my other job is computers in IT and law. So I mix IT and law together. What is IT? That stands for information technology or what some people call computers. Yeah, fair enough. How do you manage both? Well, that's a tough question. It depends on how energetic you are as a human being. Some people have difficulties doing lots of things. Maybe your mom one day told you about multitasking, and that's when you try and do piles of jobs and try and do them well. So, yes, I have to look at my problems of the day or see the 
the uh, uh, the issues that come to me on a daily basis. And then almost like in a casualty in a hospital, the doctor decides which patient he's going to attend to first because you're going to try and attend to your most difficult problems yeah, first. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. What makes you passionate about Johannesburg and Ward, 20, and Ward 72? Well, since I've been the counsellor in this area, I've taken on a few tasks. The one task is to try to keep the streets clean, try to get the... Metro police to patrol the area, try and work with the police to stop crime. So yes, it's got many facets to it. And when you, you see all these things get sorted out, the streets look cleaner, uh, people are happier, people's bills are resolved, then what that means is that you're doing a fair job as a counselor. But yeah. you obviously know you can't make everybody happy exactly. all the time. Yeah. So that's the passion. So when you see people happy, that's the reward when you see people that more people are happy than distressed. Do you feel proud of yourself when you see something's done and you know you were part of it? Yeah, it's uh, it's quite nice to to see your achievements unfold in front of your face. Yeah. What? Why did you decide to run for ward councillor? Well, I was asked by the previous councillor Stephen Kruger, who had a medical problem. His back was sore because of who knows. Uh, he might have injured himself, and he asked myself or my wife, would you like to consider the job? And there were another 13 other people that applied for the position, and then during the selection process, the political party that selected me to stand as the ward council in the area put my name forward as the preferred candidate out of all the other people. Well done. Thank that must you. Have, you must have felt proud of yourself then. Yeah, it was uh, quite daunting because it's not something that you – Expect to do because it's not that you get calls from 10 people a day. There are about 30,000 people who live in Ward 72. So, yeah, you can get lots and lots of phone calls, especially wow. when the power goes off and there's no electricity like we had last year. In the first month that I was a councillor, there were 22,000 WhatsApps. Wow. Do you sometimes have the phone ringing and then you pick it up and then you're like, sorry, I have to take another call. And then that call ends. Do you sometimes have that? <laughs> yeah, that happens quite often. I mean, today I think that happened to me about five times. <laughs> so um, the best thing that I do is that many residents know that they can contact me using WhatsApp. I have a website. I have a help desk on a website, which is called ward 72 joburg.co.za so residents can go onto the website and they can get my email address and they can log an issue with me yeah, because it's not always that. possible to speak to so many people during the day yeah because you can't always phone and phone and phone and phone yeah so at least when the when the email comes i can see what the problem is and i might be able to deal with it a lot faster than listen to the whole episode around the problem i just really want to deal with the problem and get yeah. it fixed as soon as possible yeah fair enough how do you think you can uh never mind um if you could be an animal what would you be well i think i'd continue to be a lion because my first name is lionel and uh <laughs> um my hebrew name is Arye. So I think I'm going to I'm going to stick with it because it quite suits me. Some people say because my mom said when I was a baby and I cried, I used to roar like a lion. <laughs> do you think it suits you now? Well, I don't have a choice, but I do have another name that people call me by an, an African name. People call me Sipo 
because Sipo means gift. And oh, that's in Zulu. Nice. And if you want to call me a gift in another language, which is called Mpo. <laughs> so at least that uh, puts a smile on people's faces yeah. when I stick to my name Lionel because many people who are not familiar with hearing the name Lionel, Sipo works very well. And yeah. they, they, they really forget the name. So you can remember if you're looking for a gift or you want to be a gift, then your mom's going to call you Mpo or <laughs> maybe Sipo Kazi. But maybe the producer or on the hot desk can, or at the control desk can confirm if that's correct or not. Oh, yeah. Fair okay, enough. Cool. Do you, did you have any imaginary friends growing up? Yes. Uh, my favorite friend was Jiminy Cricket. And Is he one, cricket? yeah, Jiminy <laughs> Cricket. This little, um, a Walt Disney character. And one day when I went to Berlin, I found one of these Jiminy Crickets in a shop and I liked it. And when my son went to Berlin the following year, he brought it back for me as a gift. You're so like, that, oh, that's my, my so friend. even at my old age, yes, my little Jiminy Cricket still my friend. Yeah, that's funny. So you can check out Jiminy Cricket on, if you go onto uh, Walt Disney website. Yeah. I think I might have a vague memory of Jiminy Cricket. I'm not sure where it was from though. Okay. What would be the first change you would make if you became president? Well, the first change I believe that we can, that we would need to embrace in South Africa is to stop violent crime. We need to stop criminal activities of all types. We need to ensure that people respect each other, that there's respect on the road, that people respect each other when they drive, that, uh, Taxis and other people who want to drive yeah, on, the, on, on the sidewalks, uh, not good. But the most important thing is we need to restore law and order in South Africa. And yeah. to get all that done, if we don't have an opportunity to be educated, we'll never actually achieve any of those dreams that we should have. Yeah, so above all, you, uh, you need to get um, children's education. Absolutely, yeah. Do you think South Africa is ahead or behind its time? Well, we have a constitution in South Africa which is definitely ahead of its times, but uh, unfortunately, politically, that could be another question altogether, um, seeing that financially we're being downgraded by people like Moody, who are the rating agencies from South, for the world. So, yeah, South Africa is not doing very good in an, from an economic perspective. Why? Why do you think that's happening? Well, people don't want to invest in South Africa because of the violence. And we saw the violence that was going on in the Malvern area last week where people were burning each other's cars up. So that's horrible. Why would you want to live in a country where your things are being destroyed? You'd rather go live in a country where things are, are quieter and more normal. Exactly. Yeah. Do you have a fancy office as a ward councillor? Yes, so I have an office which is in Santon, but uh, we just share an office space. It's, it is uh, quite eloquent. And then the chamber where we have our debates in the city of Joburg is really a very beautiful building with uh, wonderful seating accommodation, which is heated. So, yes, wow. it's quite special. So maybe you get your friends to come and visit the city of Johannesburg council chambers one day, and uh, let's see how we can raise a, arrange a tour for you guys. Oh, that's very nice. So, have you ever actually done that? Arranged a tour? For your friends, yes. N- well, my wife's come to see me there, 
and because the city of Joburg is videoed from time to time, you'll probably see those YouTube videos, and at least everybody gets an opportunity to see what the mayor says and what, they, what that would be called, the state of, of the city address, soccer, soccer and uh, other discussions that happen in the city of Johannesburg when all the political parties are there that are very often gets televised. So you can find those live video streams on YouTube. Okay, on that note, let's take a quick song break and we'll be right back. Thank you. You're listening to High Kids on 101.9 High FM. This is High Kids, for Kids, by Kids. My name is Rhea Emmerman, and I'm your host for today. I have Lionel Greenberg in studio with me. If you have any questions for him, and I'm sure he would be delighted to answer them, you can also SMS three four five one nine or Telegram to o six one eight nine five one zero one nine. Now let's ask some more questions. What was your first job? My first job is that I used to make speed traps as a child. I used to work in an electronics factory. Wow. And what is a speed trap? A speed trap is a device, like a computer, and they used to have lines across the road a certain distance apart. And when your car used to go over these lines in the road... It would measure your speed because there's a calculation which said distance equals speed times time. So they would be able to calculate how fast you were going because you traveled over those two lines. Wow. And I used to build those speed traps. Or, as a child? Or, as a child, yeah. You are very clever. Thank you very much. I think you're also smart. Thank you. What is the, perfe- what is the purpose of rates and taxes? Rates and taxes is money that your parents or any householder will pay, which is paid to the city of Johannesburg. For example, when your bin has to be collected for your trash, when roads have to be repaired, where other services, for example, sweeping the streets have to be done, those rates and taxes is a portion of the money that the municipality will be paid by the ratepayers who live in houses to the city of Joburg. And then we will divide up that money and use it for the different city departments, as I said, like Pick It Up or the road agency or city power, and they use that money to do their work oh, as best so as possible. basically to pay the people who help us in our daily lives. There we are. So the salaries of all these people that work for the city of Joburg need to be paid, and that money comes from rates and taxes. It comes from profit of electricity. It comes from other types of profit, even, for example, when you're speeding or you go through a red traffic light, that type of income goes to the city of Johannesburg, and that makes up the budget to pay the 37,000 people that work for the city of Joburg. That's a lot of people. Yeah. So that's quite a big company. So you can say a municipality, in a simpler explanation, is just a really a very, very huge company with lots and lots of divisions. So smaller divisions, sort yeah. of like the SBCA. Well, the SBCA is, for example, a large company which has got branches all over the show. So if you were going to compare that to a municipality, a municipality has got its head office. Oh, and within okay. the head office, it's got different 
department. So, for example, if you were going to take your garbage, you could take your garbage to pick it up for recycling in Norwood. So that would be like a branch of the of the SPCA. Oh, okay. What attracted you to do the to do this job? Well, I, as I said a little earlier, so when I was offered the job by the previous uh, councillor Stephen Kruger, he told me what it would entail, and then I said, okay, well, let me try and do this job, and let me see how well I can do. So it is. Complex because it's just got so many things that you have to do. You have to know about bylaws. You have to know about how the city spends its money. You have to know what the electricity department does. You need to know how long it takes all the, how long it will take the electricity department to fix your lights if they go off or how long it will take to fix a pipe. And it would depend on the size of the pipe, how long it would take to fix. So it gets quite complicated depending on how involved you are with the running of the municipality. So you're, so you're saying this is a complicated job, but you can do it. Yes, you can do it. That's why. I that. Yes, I mean, I think even you could do it if you were, if you would like to do that because. I'm too it's, young. <laughs> yeah, maybe now you're too young, but your, your brain is smart. So it doesn't, Thank you. it doesn't mean that you couldn't do the job because young people are smart and, um, it's not, it's not something that you couldn't do because a certain part of a council job is an intellectual part rather than doing the labor. He's not, the councillor doesn't go and fix the pipes in the street. The councillor doesn't go and pick up the rubbish in the street. The councillor doesn't build walls if a wall's fallen down. He will delegate other people in the city departments to go and do it. So you, so you basically hear people's problems and then tell the people who need to fix them. Well, we, we're not a city a councillor. Very interesting is not allowed to tell anybody what to do. Really? We always have to ask nicely. Can you please fix the light pole, which has been out of out of service for three weeks, and your engineer or your team didn't go and fix it? I'm just giving you a gentle reminder from the residents. Please, can you go back and fix it? Or maybe it was repaired and it went faulty again. So then we would then ask the city department to go and fix it. Or to empty the rubbish bins, which they forget to empty on the side of the road. So we will be like our... Constant reminder. Well, we're the constant reminder. That's a great uh, way of explaining it. It's almost like your mom, maybe when she nags you, she's yeah, your constant reminder. Go and do your homework, uh, Rio. Go no, and do your homework. But then if you, it's a bit annoying sometimes, but if you, di- if you didn't have it, then you would never be reminded to do things. So yes. if there was no such thing as a cow, as a city councillor, then, uh, people would be complaining to other people and they wouldn't know what to do. Yes, yeah, so they probably wouldn't need a city councillor if, uh, the city ran well and everybody did their job the way they were supposed to do it. We would just have quite a peaceful job. So the real job of a city councillor is not so much the day-to-day what some residents get confused about. They think that we are the help desk for the city of Johannesburg and we're supposed to do the job of the officials. That's not correct. Our job is to enforce laws which um, get considered by the committee. For example, um, if there was going to be advertising Boards in the street Then they would say "Why? Well, how many advertising boards Should there be allowed to be In the city of Joburg And then yeah, the council Yes So they would have to Pass a law Or what should the price be In order If somebody jumps through A red traffic light What should the fine be 
or how should the how should the officials yeah, go about doing it? Yeah, that's the questions you get asked. Yes, those are the yeah, lots of questions like that. What did you want to be growing up? I probably wanted to be a fireman. I think that's uh, very often young people or children think about being a fireman. Because mm, you save people's lives. Yeah, because you save people's lives, exactly. So in a way, I am saving uh, people's lives in an indirect way is because I try and get the city officials to do their jobs. For you example, like if there's a pothole in the road, I don't want a car to crash into the pothole and somebody gets killed or get injured. Yeah, because potholes are horrible. All those, the manhole covers get stolen and then people are walking to shul and they fall into the hole or maybe they don't uh, realize it's their, their pram fall goes into the, into the manhole cover Way that gets removed. Gosh. So yeah, that's, that's the type of job a council would get involved in is to try and make sure those problems okay. are fixed. So just they to, exp- are saving people's lives. Yeah, so. Preventing what could happen. Exactly. So, so a little thing to explain, part of my job would be is I would drive around the suburb and I would see where there are, where there are potholes. I would see where there are water meters that are leaking, where people didn't have them fixed because they didn't know what to do. But that's not my general job. I just re, I remind the city officials that the, that the pothole is still there, that it hasn't been fixed. So I just do what the special word they use. It's called oversight. In other words, I'm like, I'm supposed to be the manager of Ward 72. Yeah. But just there's so many people that I have to work with. So a council has another name for a manager. There we are. That's probably a, a very simple way of putting it. How do people contact you? I have a website, which is called Ward 72. JoeBurke.co.za. That's the one way they can contact me is going to the website. Alternatively, I have an email address, which is info at ward72joeburg.co.za. And I have a cell phone where people can send me WhatsApp messages as well. But yeah. my preferred way that people should contact me is always send an email because even when I'm sleeping, I can get a message. So I would not advise people to be trying to contact me at 2 o'clock in the morning no, when there's a fire because they should be contacting the fire department and not contacting their ward councillor. So sometimes people get confused <laughs> is that they should they think they should be contact, contacting me if there's a problem, but really they should be contacting the correct department. Yeah. If you could have tea with one person, dead or alive, fictional or non-fictional, who would it be? Bill Gates. Who's Bill Gates? Bill Gates is the founder of Microsoft. You know the guy who, we have a thing called Microsoft Word, Microsoft Excel, Microsoft PowerPoint, Windows. sort of helped create that. Well, he was the designer. So Bill Gates started with Microsoft DOS back in about 1981 when I was a lot younger. And he started his business in his parents' garage. Wow. So that was... That was the foundings of Microsoft, which is a monstrous company, and almost every computer uses Windows. Is that, that was, Microsoft? That's Microsoft, yes. Oh. What is the best part of, what is the best and worst part of your job? The best part of my job is when I manage to resolve residents' problems, and I see a smile on their face, 
And occasionally I even get uh, very nice WhatsApp messages from residents thanking me for assisting them. And the worst part of the job is when you can't resolve a problem fast enough for a resident because the city officials are unable to help them because there could be numerous reasons. For example, if there was a water leak and it was a huge pipe and they don't have spares for it, then the water could be leaking. If not for days, it could be, in fact, be leaking for months. And that's quite sad to see wasted water going down the drain. If there was one thing you could bring back into the world, what would it be? If I could get people to be nice to each other, that would really be great. So if we can love our neighbor as we love ourselves, that would really that's be a actually, great start. Yeah. So yeah, so if there's no if there's no passion to love each other or in in the South African context, the the good gentleman who's on the on the mixing desk here, he would tell you it's called Ubuntu, which Ubuntu means is to uh, be kind and to be loving and to be gracious to one it's another. It's like a feeling. I yeah. read it in a comprehension once with all these South African words, and I was like, Ubuntu is a nice word. Yes, yeah, so Ubuntu, you don't want to, you don't want to always shout at your child, you don't want to shout at somebody. So if you kind, if you, if your dad is cross with you and he finds another way to tell you, you know, Rio, you shouldn't have done it that way as screaming and shouting. If it would tell it to you in a very patient way and explain if there could have been a better way to do it, that yeah, could be Ubuntu, nice. trying to find a solution to problems without getting cross. That's very, that's a very nice thing to do. Yeah. If that did happen, what would you do? Would you be celebrating? I think the whole of South Africa would be celebrating mm-hmm. if we could have yeah, Ubuntu throughout the world. So why don't we do it? Well, that starts with uh, with you. Everybody has to do that. Exactly. But that's a great question. Okay. Now it's time for Ria's Big Idea of the Week. If you if this is a new feature to you, I will I will explain how it's done. So I I share my thoughts about the world and you can contact us on SMS on 34519 or Telegram line on 061-895-1019 if you have any other thoughts on it. My big idea for the week today is, do plants have emotions? Think about it. They may not have a traditional brain, but they may have their own spirit like I think we do. Although science have already discovered that plants do not have a brain, what if they have unlocked a new spiritual emotion that we will or will not ever discover? Plants may not have emotions, but they might have one emotion that has not been named or discovered. To carry on, to carry on with this big idea, send us an SMS on 34519 or our telegram line to 061-895-1019. Thank you for coming on the High Kid Show, Lionel Greenberg. And thank you very much for inviting me today. It's really been fun, and I hope I've been able to explain to the listeners what a counselor does. I hope they were listening and the time. <laughs> yes, and I would invite uh, any residents who feel distressed or do they need uh, questions answered to kindly contact me either by email or they can send me a WhatsApp on 84 and I pray and I hope to continue to do my job as best as possible 
and be committed to my oath of office as I was sworn into the city of Johannesburg to do a job honestly and with integrity. Okay. I hope I hope that does happen. And of course we need to keep Ubuntu going. Yes. This has been Chai Kids, Four Kids, Bye Kids. My name is Rhea Emman and I'm 10 years old. Thank you to my guest, Lionel Greenberg, for coming on Chai Kids. And thank you to my producer, Senna, and DJ Flo for pushing the big red buttons. Join us tomorrow for another Chai Kids show. Goodbye, kids. <laughs>